All right, welcome to another episode of Full Send Sports, the pregame show before the ADL live stream. This week, we're talking about Clash of the 90s taking place in Florida this weekend. And joining me this week is one of the favorites going to the show, Mr. Devin Reese. Thanks for joining us, Devin. Hey, thanks. So super excited for the show. This is actually the first standalone um, weight class show other than the 105 that's show showcasing something other than them. So showcasing the 90 kilogram athletes, which is one of the most competitive classes, you guys are probably more, almost more athletic than the 105 guys, if not as strong. So it's really exciting to, uh, to get to watch this show unfold. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I'm excited for it. So, so how are you, like I said, on this, like, I don't know how, did you do the um, online qualifier? Did you get an invite? How, how did this work to get invited to the show for you? Uh, taking third place at OSG last year got me invited to this. Okay. So I know some guys had to do the online qualifier, and, and I guess they pulled from OSG. I don't know if he pulled from Ash. I don't. I don't, I don't know the whole big pull and actually how he pulled the athletes in. Um, I probably should know that because I'm doing this little pregame show. Um, <laughs> but but how, how does it feel to be part of the initial class of the, the first like true '90s show taking place here? It's cool. I'm excited. Um, you know, it's it, I've been kind of having a, a hard time getting excited about the sport recently, and this is this got me excited for it. Yeah, I think I see it. I think you posted something about that. I think that's something a lot of us struggle with. I know it hit me. Um, we set goals in a sport, and obviously, did you do you win? Did you win OSG the one year? Or do you, I know you podium, but have you ever won OSG? Yeah, uh, 2018, I won. Okay, that's what, that's what I thought. That's the last year I did. I, I thought you. So I know after you achieve so much, and if there's nothing else to take that next step, it's it's hard to stay motivated in a sport when there's nothing. And like you said, this clash. I've heard a few guys say that that it's kind of like got them pumped up for the sport again because now there's something for them to do. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm excited to go. You know, have the potential to win actual some money, some stuff that's some money that's not that's more than what I spend to go there. That's important. <laughs> yeah, that's always nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I know, like I said, you know, with um, like me being a master's, like you know, my goal always was get my pro card through USS. You know, make make podium and then you know make the finals at OSG. I'm never. I'm a realist. I'm not saying I'm not going to win OSG because OSG now pulls from World Strongest Man. So like the top ten guys are all pro pros. Um, but once I hit my goals, I've been struggling the last couple of years trying to like stay motivated in the sport, like trying to find something to do. So these clash shows are um, a great way because it's pulling the best athletes, it's pulling the best of the best. And now you guys are all competing against each other. So it really going to motivate you guys to do well. Yeah, for sure. So I know a couple of federations, there have been like some like world shows and stuff like that. Is, is this your first like standalone show where you're the only class competing or have you competed in shows before where you've been the only class? I've never competed in a, in a show where 90 kilograms is the only class. No. Okay. Never. Okay. I, I know you said like they do some, like some world type of shows or something like that, where they have like individual shows. Um, that's the cool thing the clashes do. And I, I feel that it's just a chance for all the athletes to watch each other that we don't get the opportunity to see. So um, I don't know. I'm really excited to see how this show goes. The, the women's show went great. The master show was fun to watch last week. I and mean, it was, it was tied into a whole other show. I really wish it would have been its own separate show, but the way Chad Coy ran it, like I think it went really well. Um, and they were by, they, they competed by themselves. And then a couple hours later, there was an afternoon show. So technically they did have their own show. Um, okay. But yeah, this, this show, like I said, I, I've been to, we got to go to class this year and Hilton had to go to watch that. And that was really fun to watch. I mean, they had the women's class different day. So like at one point, only one class is really going. So everybody kind of cheers them on. So I'm really excited to see how you 90 guys do um, this weekend. Yeah, I'm excited to. Uh, I like that there's two press events. Uh, I know the uh, the medley they have set up is going to be super brutal. Uh, I'm excited to survive this show and see who comes out on top. Well, that's the one thing I'm going to ask you with the events going in. 
Um, we talked a little bit, like you're a very well-rounded athlete. So going into, are there any particular events that you feel like you're going to do really well in? Or are you just looking to like, just kind of coast through all of them? And then at the end of the day, show you know, end up on top at the end of the day. That, the latter, man, I'm, I'm hoping to just kind of get top three and everything. And then at the end of the day, end up having more of the points than, than anybody else, obviously. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, spoken like a true, like veteran of the sport. I mean, you, you, you know what, it, you know what it takes to win at the end of the day. So you don't need to right. maybe go all out on one certain event and, uh, you know, when an event takes, takes second place and let the other guy tire himself out a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know I'm not a monster press presser. I know I'm not a monster deadlifter, um, but I know I can do well at all of it. Yeah. And that's, def that's definitely in important. Um, with this show, I, I know like you've done the OSG format, you know, two or three day format national, sometimes it's two day events. How did you prepare this show that I know they're going to try to run these shows in like under three hours. So you're talking five events in two and a half to three hours with a very quick turnaround. Yeah. Is there anything you did special to like try to survive, try to survive this show? Uh, I always train alone to begin with. So just kind of set up and tear apart of strongman training is very GPP heavy. <laughs> uh, I did throw in some extra cardio at the end of workouts that I don't normally do. Um, but also during the summer, I play um, doubles and fours sand volleyball. Okay. Uh, that, that that's my my conditioning um i did also throw in like an extra little bit of conditioning at the end uh because i know it's going to be a quick turnaround between everything um at the end of the day uh, i just kind of hope my my rugby uh background and my football background kind of helped me have a, a better baseline than some of the other ones other people yeah it's definitely it's, it's a whole different thing i've seen it firsthand in class like them guys it was funny um, you know, watching them in, on the final, especially the finals, they went through them events like really fast. And everybody seemed fine until the last event. After the Stones, it was like a triage unit. Them guys come off and just collapsed. So, like, I always feel during the event, quick turnaround, it's, it's kind of, I don't want to say it's easy, but when you go from event to event with a short time run, you don't have really time to sit down and realize, oh, shit, I tweaked something or something sore or a chance to get cold. You stay warm. So I feel it's not really hard to transition event, 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 event. At the end of the day, you're going to be fucking totally exhausted. But as long as you can make it through the events, but like sometimes it's that layoff, it's that hour or two in between. Sometimes you have where something cramps up on you, and you're going and you're seeing the, you know, whether it's Doctor Todd or you know, whoever is there, you know, working on you, trying to work out a kink, trying to work something out, something in your back, something in your hamstring, or whatever. So I feel the fast pace sometimes benefits, and you guys are great athletes to begin with. Like it's not that much of a hindrance to just keep going straight through. At the end of the day, you're going to feel, but in between events, you should be okay, hopefully. Yeah, actually kind of thinking about that, um, like my girlfriend asking me like, well, it's going to be kind of quicker back there. Do you even want me back there? And I was like, honestly, probably not. Like, yeah. Once I'm done with something, I'm probably just going to start getting ready for the next thing. And, you know, I'll holler at you if I need you. Um, so that's going to be way different than most contests. I'm so used to like, all right, um, I'll just go sit with my family for an hour and then I'll be back down here and warm up again. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting, kind of timing caffeine, timing hydration, timing carbs. Um, but honestly, I'm not worried about it. I'm pretty good at adapting on the fly. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely the first time doing it. It's, it's going to be a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of an eye opener. Hopefully, you make it through okay. But it's definitely different than than the OSG that me and you have both competed at, where you have an event and you know there's six other classes got to go before they're set, setting the next event up. So you know you have that time to come back and decompress and right. you know take off take off your gear, you know change your clothes, dry off take a nap sometimes, you know, yeah. so, so this is going to be a lot faster pace. And like you said, it's nice to have that help. My wife always helps me. She comes back, takes off my knee sleeves, my elbow sleeves. What do you need? Here's a drink. Here's that. 
But like you said, it's going to be like, I'm just going to leave the shit on because I'm going right back out there. There's no sense taking this stuff off because we all know how hard it is to put knee sleeves back on when they're already wet. So you might as well just leave the shit on and just ride for the two or three hours. Yeah. Real though. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what, 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 like, so with this class it, it being different, I know this has been in the works for a while with these individual weight classes, like what excited you the most? You said it, it kind of like rejuvenated you a, a little bit to get back into strongman because you were kind of like in a little bit of a lull. What, what is the most exciting other than, other than the money you mentioned, maybe winning money. Um, what, what is the thing you're most looking forward to with this show? I like that. It's going to have a little more, it's a little more focused on spectators. Uh, I like that. It's going to actually get some eyeballs on it. It's so hard for people to watch a seven hour contest with all the different classes with people they don't know. So I'm excited about the, uh, maybe a little more, um, the spectator oriented setup. Um, the opportunity, the live stream sounds like it's going to be great. Um, the, the live streams have really kicked up a notch this, this whole year. And I'm really excited about that, to be honest. Um, so I'm just, I like that it's a contest that, uh, I can like happily send people the live stream, the live stream to, and then be like, you know, spend three hours of your day watching this. Uh, it's, you won't be, it won't be boring. So I'm excited about yeah, it's, it's definitely something in um, that we've been talking about with the live stream. And obviously, this with this full send sports doing the pregame for the, all the ADL live streams, um, we're definitely talking about that. Um, they have gotten a lot better, but like I said, it's an aspect. Now, when you watch the live streams of like nationals, and, and Don tried doing USS, and it just it didn't work. I mean, people realized how hard that would have been if he actually would have pulled off twelve live streams at one time. I know it was depressing for him for it not to work, but if you go back and watch the original live streams, they weren't as good now. They're really, like you said, they're putting it for the spectators. So they're having the commentary, whether it's, you know, it's usually Anthony and somebody else. And Anthony knows all you guys. So it, it makes it that much nicer when you're up or doing something. He can talk about you, talk about your past as opposed to just a live stream with no audio to it or something like that. Now you get a little a story to it. You get your walk up, you get your stuff going on. So it definitely it is definitely better for, um, like you said, the fan to watch for the friends and family. Hey, watch this live stream. Like you're going to get to see me on TV and you know guys that know the sport and know me talk personally about me in the sport as opposed to just watching cameras and like if you look in lane three that little guy over there like that was that's me like because I, I remember the first year osg did that they had just a camera set up yeah and yeah. i would tell people hey if you watch okay like i'm in the far right hand corner at like 17 minutes and 30 seconds you can see my log press <laughs> yeah. you know we're, we're now the camera's on you whether they're going to do side by side on the events or you know one at a time you know, the camera's on you, all focus is going to be on you. So definitely, like I said, it's getting more eyes on the sport and getting more eyes on the athletes. Yeah, that was always a pet peeve of mine. There's a big wave going through the sport. It was like, for the athletes, for the athletes. And I was like, no, don't do it for the athletes, do it for the spectators. Because mm -hmm. if you want more money in the sport, you need to watch the sport. It's it's funny. I, I don't know if you've listened to any of my, my previous podcast, but that's something I've preached. There's three aspects to a show. I figure when you're running a show, as a promoter, you want to make it, easiest for you to transition from event to event and make it run smooth. You want it to be fun for the athlete and exciting for the athlete and keep them. But the main thing, like you said, is the fan live and then the spectators watching on the live stream, because that's where the money of the sports going to come in. Like you're not going to have sponsors put money in to put their name on the back of a shirt to pay to have commercials on the live stream. If it's not getting eyes on it. So that's the biggest thing that I see the sports really changing. And, and Anthony's doing a great thing in the partnership with Dawn over at ADL Live, it's just been, I mean, it's been like a match made in heaven. Like they're, they're both just feeding off each other and just everything's growing, I think. That's awesome. It's good to hear. Yeah. It's um like I said, the live show, they, they're getting better. So now with this show, like it's, we talked a little bit before about other guys that I've talked with, 
the best 90s in the world, some of them from overseas aren't able to make it, but we have a really good pool of probably, and like I said, you competing at OSG, you know a lot of these guys. I mean, this is probably the best best 90s show I've seen in a while as far as, you know, stacked athletes, the whole competition up and down through. So how, how are you feeling about your fellow competitors this weekend? Dude, these guys are so good. Uh, I definitely, but I, through COVID, after winning 2018 through COVID, um, through some personal shit in my life, I've definitely slacked on my my dedication to to training and, and getting stronger and stuff. I've kind of just kind of, I got into rugby for a bit and, you know, that leaves the twisted ankles and little things, sprained AC joints and stuff like that. And I've definitely fallen behind from these guys. But I think uh, I made it a point this summer to uh, cut out all of my distractions and really come at this this contest strong. Uh, I think I've, I think I made up some ground. I think I'm doing, doing well. I think I'm in a good spot. Uh, but I am excited to see how the chips fall. Yeah. So you talk about, you, you got, you got your invite to become a third OSG last year. That was Nick Myers one, right? Yep. Yep. And Nick, then... Nick and Nick. <laughs> okay. Nick Myers and Nick O'Hare. Okay. And... So two guys that, that just beat you recently and you're getting a chance at redemption to try to go back at them again. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I don't know if I should say, I don't know. Nick just told all of us, he hears back, he pulled out, uh, Nick uh, Myers. Um, oh, okay. Just sent a message to all of us last night. Uh, it was really too bad because he's a great athlete. Yeah, I was actually, I'm, 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 you told me that now because me and Joe were going to do like a little prediction show. And um, that was my favorite going in just because of his OSG and, um, you know, setting the record in the circus dumbbell. So, yeah, definitely, yep. definitely a shame to see that. What, what was that again? There's an insider tip for you. <laughs> yeah yeah you're dropping you're dropping some knowledge on us so I'm, I'm sad to hear that um because he's just he's just fun to watch like i said this kind of stuff this sport there's so many characters in this sport and they don't have a chance to really like show through sometimes on the bigger show so like shows i guess really give the person the chance to see their character to see their enthusiasm for the sport to come out i love the video of nick myers when he hit that circus dumbbell and just like ran around the you know ran around the set just screaming and it was like and it was caught perfect because that camera angle from like down low caught him perfect. It just it just caught his his passion and stuff like that. And I feel a lot of guys have become you know fans of his because of that moment that didn't know him before. Yeah, I mean people love energy for sure. I don't yeah. I don't have a lot of energy. That's why people don't like me. But <laughs> <laughs> we're all different. Yeah, that, that's the thing. We're definitely all different, and that's why I, I kind of like doing this little thing too because maybe it's a chance for people to like hear something or uh, you know something about you. I know a lot of people that I've had on my show. I've gotten messages afterwards and people told me like, oh man, like I didn't really know who that was, but now like now I watch for them because they're like one of my favorites now in these different weight classes and whatnot. So a little bit of a little bit of FaceTime. Well, um, I'm sure people start following you a little more. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And uh, the, the biggest thing is you back it up though. Like, you know, it, it's easy to go out there and and be a clown for the show and, you know, and, and dance and do stuff and draw the attention to you. But if you don't produce on the battlefield and you've proven time and time again, you do that. So um I'm, I'm great game day. I, I mean, I'm, I'm never going to be the strongest guy in the gym. Um, I'm probably never going to set world records, but throw me in a contest and I, I show up. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, every time I've seen you, you've, you've produced really well. Um, so with this being like the first, like I said, standalone 90 show that you're doing this probably as far as I know, probably the first one that's really kind of happened at this level. What do you see for the future of the sport and the future of the 90 kilogram athletes after the show? Do you see it just taking off from here or, or what are your hopes for it? Yeah, I think progress is uh, inevitable. Um, I think our class, I think a lot, you know, a lot of people say that most humans, most men walk around in the 200 pound area. So we're probably the most relatable class. I think that's 100% true. Um, I think 
when you look at the 105 guys, like they're, they're specimens. Like, so the open class is, is a freak show. People love seeing the freaks. It's awesome. The 105 class, they're specimens, man. They're jacked. They're shredded. They got veins popping. People like seeing that. Our class, we're the most relatable. We're the most like, hey, like if you start busting your ass, you might be like us. You know, they, they don't get it as intimidated as probably because we're not as, as large and scary looking. Um, some of us are. But yeah, yeah, I think we're the most relatable class. So I, I think there's a lot of room for growth in our class. Yeah, definitely. It, it's, it's usually one of the bigger shows. Um, whether it be a 90 kilogram or, or 220 and, and depending on which federation you're doing it's usually one of the bigger classes as far as you know number of athletes because like you said most people fall in that in that most normal people fall in that weight range that height because a lot of it too it, it comes down to your height like you know the, the bigger guys are going to weigh more they're, they're your freaks like you said they're your open class guys your 6566 350 guys i was the 231 the 105 it's crazy when i go to these higher level shows and you see these guys because in my mind you know, I'm a 300 pound plus athlete. Um, 231 to me still was kind of like a small guy. But then when you go and you stand next to, you know, guys like Nick Canby and Furman and Justin Loy and these guys, and you see, and you're like, fuck, these guys are fucking monsters. Like they're just, cause they're shredded. They're, you know, all about six foot tall and they're just yeah. jacked and they're shredded. And like you said, that's not the normal person. The normal people don't look like, <laughs> like them guys are freaks. So like you said, your class um, is probably like, has the biggest chance to pull. And I, I think doing these shows, it gives a lot of these athletes that maybe didn't compete because there wasn't um, anything for them to really accomplish. Like you could go to nationals and then that's about it. There's nowhere to go after that. Um, doing this, I get, may get more guys to um, compete, push harder, maybe to try to get to this level. The thing too, guys may change weight classes now too. Right? I know guys try to compete up. Um, Tyler Young's a perfect example where he started, he was a 90, he went down to 80. Now he's a 105. Um, one of the shorter 105s, he's just, he's just thick as hell. Um, but some guys are trying to compete at one of five because there's opportunities, but aren't quite that big. When others say, Hey, wait a second, I can come down to 90 and compete at 90 and have a chance to do a clash level show, you know, possibly overseas shows with clash going to the UK and clash going to Norway this year. I'm hearing, you know, clash in Australia, possibly, you know, more opportunities to open up for these other weight classes. So maybe some guys that were bottom of the, not say bottom of the barrel, but like the lower end of the one of fives might come down to the nineties and just fill that class up bigger. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they see the because I yeah I'm sure I I thought about it for a long time. Like, well, shit, there's nothing to do here. Do I just take two years off and gain weight? Um, but I don't. You know, nowadays there's stuff to do here. Yeah, yeah, and, and gain a weight like gain a weight and gaining good weight and gaining just gain a weight to compete. Like they're two different things. So you have to you have to play within your you know your 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 build with your size. And you guys are so athletic at this at your height and your size that you know going up sometimes yeah you could do it. And you would still, you know, you would still do well, but you know, you're not going to be at the level that you want to be at. So it's it's great to see the opportunities opening for the other the other weight class athletes now. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I've definitely put on the bad weight, and it doesn't make you any stronger. This makes no. you bigger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Having having that little extra belly, having a little extra weight, like it's always going to do is slow you down and hinder you a little bit. So it's not good weight. Um, I would kind of like to see another weight class. I know they've been with the women's this year. They added the 91, which allows some of the the lighter heavyweight women to come down. And then allow some of the 82 kilogram girls to put on a little bit of weight. So, you know, maybe seeing more weight classes pop up or like, you know, almost like a catch weight or something like in some kind of like, you know, if you're looking like boxing or MMA, like, hey, we're going to have a catch weight. We're just going to have a show where we can pull some of the smaller 231, some of the other 90s, you know, we just pull into a bigger thing of athletes because like doing OSG, you've competed against a lot of international people come over. And I talked to Furman on my podcast a few weeks ago 
about like the 105 is the one class where it seems like there's more people to do the qualifying shows these smaller ones we talked about like there's not enough athletes of a high caliber in the 90 kilogram in the 80 kilogram in the states there are if, if we start pulling worldwide there's definitely a lot more to pull into it so hopefully with opportunities with these overseas shows it starts pulling qualifying athletes from other countries you know to come over and then, and then do these bigger shows and just the more athletes if we could pull 20 or 30 elite athletes together in the 90 kilogram i mean just imagine the show that they would put on oh hell yeah yeah of course and I think, um, especially with, with like this show starting and this show, you know, if this repeats every year, which I'm assuming it's going to, mm -hmm. I think that kilogram class will grow and along with the 80, because the 80 is going to have a clash this year too. I yeah. think those classes will grow with this, with this new opportunity. Yeah. It, it's always tough to like, you know, do something the first time, maybe like I said, you got invited. So obviously you're going to go and the guys are qualified, but as it gets more popular, as more money comes into the sport, that was a big thing with the, um, the 64 women with like Brianna Lovelace coming from England. Well, you know, she come over, she could afford to come over because she figured she's going to win. So she's not losing money to come over. But if you're a 90 kilogram athlete, that's maybe a top 10 kind of guy, you know, to come over and, and not place and not win money. Like, it's kind of like, well, do I really want to go do that? But as we get more eyes on the sport and more money, more sponsors, you know, it'll, it'll open more doors up for more athletes to be able to come over and travel. Right. Yeah. And like, so yeah, the, the money thing, um, if we have a good enough show that has a good enough reputation that the athletes like going to, then those guys are will be more willing to come over and do it, even if they're not like, hey, I might not be top three and win money here, but I it's a good show. It'll put my name out there. Maybe they do have sponsorships that would like you them to get that that the, the eyes on them. Um, so like if you put on a good show that has a good reputation, then people that aren't even assuming they'll get money will come do it. Yeah, yeah, because there's there's ways to there's ways to pull stuff into it other than just prize money at the end of the day. I know one of Anthony's yeah. big things is he wants to start getting to the point where he can, you know, pay for the athletes to come. Um, I know, like, I don't know, what he, I don't know the details of what you guys have, if he's paying for hotels or paying for like trying to help out with travel costs. I know he wants to get to that point where when you get invited, you're a pro athlete. You're not, you're not paying your own way. You're not paying your own hotel. Like we're taking care of you. We're giving you a hotel. We're giving you food, you know? So on that aspect of it, you're not really losing much to go where we know with like nationals or OSG, it gets more expensive every year, your hotel, you know, signing up for the competition. Like that's how they make money. That's how they put the prize money out. So you have to pay. Um, I didn't do, I didn't sign up for OSG this year. I didn't even do the qualifying videos. I don't know, but I know guys are saying like, it's more, it's more money again this year. Yeah. So yeah. you're out of, out of pocket, you're paying a, paying a few hundred dollars out of pocket. The hotel, we didn't go last year just because um, we we're going to go to watch. And just cause it was so expensive, the hotel was just ridiculous. I'm like, to fly down, we had a rental car, pay the hotel. I'm like, it's going to be an expensive weekend. So we chose not to go last year. So hopefully, you know, it starts to even out. But as an athlete, when you're invited to a show like this, as a pro show, they're calling it, like you expect to be kind of like taken care of. So it's good that Anthony's trying to at least work towards that. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it for sure. Yeah, and like that that comes too from, like, like you said, eyes on the sport and the sponsorship. So putting on a good show, having a good product with the ABL Live live streams, you know, having the good athletes. You know, just hopefully the sponsorship starts to grow, more money comes into it, more sponsors for the athletes because they start seeing their athletes on on TV promoting their gear, promoting their clothing or their, their, their stuff that they're using. So it's just opening the doors for more people, I feel. I like the, that you use the word product. You got to put out a good product. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know that's not, that's, that, that's what it is. I mean, it's especially I know Anthony's kind of modeling this off of like pro sports. Like you sit down to watch an NFL game. 
it's three hours. So now we're watching Strawman. We're going to sit down and we're going to watch Strawman for two or three hours. We're going to be entertained. We're going to see some great athletes. We're going to see great performances. We're going to have little commercials in between. We're going to be entertained. And at the end of the day, like we didn't waste our whole day, like watching OSG qualifiers for as great as OSG is and for as great as the live stream they have is, it's still like, okay, well, what are you doing Saturday? Well, I'm watching Strawman all day from 10 o'clock until seven o'clock at night because my buddy's competing for three minutes. He's going to do three events. So not even three minutes, usually if it's a time event, if it's, you know, it's okay, well, he's doing this for max for a minute and he's going to do farmers for 20 seconds. So I'm going to spend my whole day to watch two and a half minutes of, of Strawman for, you're going to watch the rest of it. But where this show now, like you said, it's tuning in. It's going to be fun. People are going to watch us and be entertained for two and a half, three hours and then walk away and still have their day free. 100%, 100%. Yeah, so that's pretty much all I had for you. Like I said, yeah. the um, you know, Full Send Sports with ABL Live here, a little pregame, a pre-comp. We're still trying to find a name for it. We haven't come up with an actual name yet for the pre-show. Um, we're still working on that. It's all work in progress. But I want to thank you for coming on. I want to wish you the best of luck this weekend down in Florida. Appreciate it. Definitely. Um, I mean, you were one of my favorites going in, and now with the uh, with the door being open, with the news you dropped us on, on uh, Uncle Uncle Nick, not going to be there. Um, really excited to see how you do, and hopefully this um, just sparks your enthusiasm again and get you back on top of the sport where you were a couple of years ago. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I, honestly, either way, uh, I think I'm I, I'm going to do this year and call it good for a while. I've got some other stuff I want to work on right now, um, and I just like I said, I think I fell behind, and I just need to build back up from the beginning. But I, you know, hopefully this keeps going and I come back later and it's a better sport than when I left it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's definitely going in, in, the, in the right direction. And, and just the way, as long as we keep having athletes like you and the people trying to help the sport grow, like I don't see any reason why this just won't keep getting bigger and bigger. And um, it's crazy, like the clash now, like it's almost, it's almost like every month there's a clash. So we just had, we just had the Masters, we had the 90s, we have the 80 or the 91 women coming up. We have the 80s men. And before we know it, we're going to be back in, I know not Hilton Head this year. I don't know where the class is going to be this year. I don't know if he announced yet, but it, it almost feels like it's almost like a monthly show, like with all these different weight classes now. And that's that's great getting out of the sport because people aren't forgetting. But it's like as soon as this one's gone, hey, about three weeks, three weeks is the next one. Like there's not a chance to forget about the stuff. So that actually kind of reminds me of how like UFC fights are happening. Like if there's a clash, you know, every month, you know, there's a UFC pay per view every month. People are just like, oh, this month we're going to watch it. You know? Yeah reminds me of that actually and that's yeah that's really good that's a really good thing to, to put out there the fact that like there's consistently a show to watch yeah i don't i don't know i don't know how old you are and you may not remember like i remember watching ufc one you know so but it was like there was ufc and then it was like months it was like not a year but maybe six months was like ufc two and now they're on yeah. like ufc like 1700 because like you said almost every every month if not every three weeks there's another ufc another ufc but when it started it was spaced out so far like you would watch it and then almost forget about it so with this class, it's always been in your face, like, boom, watch this one. Hey, okay, watch this one. All right, another one coming up. So, like, just we're just going to keep the rotation going. Like, so we had the 64 women was just, I guess that was probably about two, what, probably about a month and a half ago, six weeks ago, maybe. So we rolled right from them into the Masters, into the 90s, into the 91s, into the 80s, and just, and then the 105 shows are going to start, you know, start again with the uh, the qualifier shows again for next year. So, yeah, almost every month, it just, uh, it's in your face all the time. So that's gonna, just going to help get like I said, get eyes on it, get people watching other weight classes. That, that's the thing that I'm most excited about is everybody's pumped up to watch the 90s this week. The heavyweights, the masters, the 105 guys, the women, we're all going to be watching the 90s. And then 
when that's over, hopefully all you guys turn around and then you guys watch the 80s. So it's 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 a different aspect where normally the 80 guys, you don't get to follow because you're following them on day of competition. So this yep. is a chance for this is a chance for all of us to support each other. Yep. Oh, I'm definitely gonna watch the 80s. I gotta watch Tommy win. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm excited. Like I said, all these classes, I'm so excited because like I said, it's pulling because guys are so excited about the the money and the live stream and just and just getting just getting out there that you're seeing the best athletes where a lot of times you might not see that you might. OSG last year, obviously with you, Nick, and Nick, you had the top three guys on the podium. But previous years, maybe some guys don't show up, so the competition isn't quite where it was. You still have three great athletes on podium, but not the three guys. That, man, I really want to see them guys compete against each other. You know, So this this is a perfect opportunity for them guys to put aside what they're doing. This fits in perfect You know, with you could do this and still do OSG in a few months. Like It, it fits in where you have no excuse not to come and do this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really excited. I want to thank you for coming on and joining us on this episode of Full Send Sports with um, ADL Live. Wishing you the best of luck this weekend down in Florida. Once again, Devin Reese, thanks for joining us. Thank you.